Why, why not? Greetings, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are here with Joan and Alan and Suzanne on the higher view. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are talking about the Sedona Ascension Retreat. Alan, what do you want to say about this retreat? Well, I think it's going to be a fantastic way to celebrate the spring equinox in the magical, mysterious home of Sedona. Suzanne has put this together for the last couple of years, and it's oh, it gets better and better. And this year, it's really a peak thing. Right, Suzanne? Talk about this. Oh, thank you so much, Alan. This is actually my 15th event here in Sedona. I started doing these in 2015, and you're right, they just keep getting bigger and better. <laughs> and Alan has been a guest at most of them. Uh, Joan and Alan were both there last year at Unity of Sedona, which was sold out, standing room only. And so we decided to go bigger and have it at the Sedona Performing Arts Center this year. And because we decided to go bigger, we wanted to get bigger people like <laughs> Paul Selig, Matt yeah, Conn. Show the poster there where all the guests are, Joan. Oh, did I you all cap? Let me go back and show that poster. Yeah, because um, we have, you have, by the way, an amazing lineup of speakers. Just yes. saying. Thank yeah. you for that. And just an amazing, okay, besides go. Alan here and myself. Okay. Look at the, look at this lineup. Paul Selig is the premier channel of our time. When I first saw him, maybe twelve years ago, I said, "Paul, you got to get out of your apartment and do this in front of people," because he was just doing it in his apartment. And he said, "This is high quality channeling," and he did. And he's now he's now written, I think, his twelfth book, and each book is a vibration but when he channels he's also sending a vibration from his guides he's fantastic of course matt khan is a pure love being you know you, you know my interview whether he said to me i'm trying to change the world one i love you at a time i said what one i i don't i didn't understand what he said and and then i got oh one i love you at a time oh that well was he also gave me a lot of courage to come out as Joan of Angels. You know, coming out and telling people my name, Joan of Angels, you know, if you go out into the muggle world, they, they raise their eyebrows. And Matt talked about what it was like for him coming out as that guy who talks about being angelic. And I like what, you know, it was so exciting to hear like what it's like. It, it's not just me that was shy about coming out and announcing I'm a fifth dimensional angelic being, you know, that's enough. But then to hear Matt describe his journey as well, to really accept who we are is very exciting. I just interviewed him a few days ago and you can find that interview on the homepage of SedonaAscensionRetreats.com. And Matt was clearly blissed out and he said, I live in a higher heavenly realm and it's kind of lonely over here. So come on over. <laughs> I heard him say that. And you know what, guys, it is kind of lonely here. Here we are teaching tools of consciousness and ascension, and we're inviting everyone to come into this other realm with us, which is true. But so. what's so great about Matt is that he's also transmitting that frequency 
when he talks, I don't think he knows what he's, I mean, he maybe has an outline, but he just lets it come through. I wouldn't say it's channeling. I would say it's more transmitting, you know, that's what he does. And people have these awakening experiences in his presence because he emanates a presence. So wow. if you don't know Matt Khan, come to Sedona on March 17th and find out who he is. Also, you can look him up. And then who else do we have that you, I mean, I know you like everyone. Yeah, well, William Henry. So I was watching Ascension Keepers a couple of years ago on Gaia TV, and I had also watched his series Morph. Now, William Henry created the series Morph over 20 years ago, and he was prophesizing about what we would be moving into in this era of the Great Awakening. And he even predicted the pandemic and that they would be shooting us with vaccines. And so it was quite amazing that his prophecy had come true. And so when I saw him on Ascension Keepers, you know, 20 years later, you could tell he was a bit more mature and advanced and um, kind of had this more professional appearance. But he had used that 20 years to really study and research ascension throughout yeah. the ancient cultures and how to apply it in the modern day. But he is definitely an expert on ascension. So when I reached out to him and he said yes to come to the conference last year, I mean, his presentation was mind-blowing last year. I just thought it was so incredible, and so did the audience. So I was really thrilled to see him come back this year. Well, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Okay, to be, in a, to be in an event with so many high-frequency teachers, by the way, that are always emanating this, this radiant light is going to be very exciting. And also to meet some of these people one-on-one -on -one that I have not met. And I think I just want to encourage all of you to come and join us because it is, you know, we need to have this kind of energetic uh, rocket launch in a mm -hmm. sense to get right. to these other realms. Well, you know, a lot of people talk about Ascension and it's great to talk about it and get the feeling, but show that fire one more time, Joan, because... <laughs> There's only one person on that flyer who has actually done it, Suzanne. You know who really? I'm talking okay. about. Okay, I want to hear who that person is. Actually used the techniques of ascension and left this world in this light body that is J.J. Oh, J.J. Hurtock. I knew it. Yes, I can answer that. He actually did it. He, If you look at if you read the opening of Keys of Enoch, he did the sacred mantra the portal opened, Metatron came through and he said, and Metatron said to JJ Hertog, let's go or something like that. And they went through and he left the world with his body and went to those other realms. And for me, that's what Ascension is all about, raising your frequency to leave this physical world. So he's also being joined by his wife, Desiree, who's also so dedicated to the teachings. And so that's what I'm saying. There's people who talk about it. There's people who practice it but there's people who have actually done it and that's why i think that's why suzanne you resonated so much with jj's work you were just amazing when you met him you were just you were like, i cannot introduce him without crying i mean because wow. i dove into his book over 10 years ago and as you know my entire bedroom walls were covered in fire letters and key codes 
And I studied that book for years, but I never dreamed that I would meet JJ Hertog in person. And bless you, Alan, because you introduced me to him the first time, and I couldn't even speak. I was so choked up. And then you were, you facilitated him coming to our event last year. Yes. And he just brought the house down. I mean, he had us chanting and singing, and I mean, it was just incredible the vibration he created. He is a divine being, and so is, of course, Desiree. Right, but you know the thing about Ascension or people like JJ who have done it and come back. It's not like wow that happened. No, he brought back a whole level of teaching, is what you're talking about, and these keys, what he calls the keys of Enoch, that you inscribed all over your bedroom, and you've really downloaded those keys. And those were he did that in 1973. He's coming on the 50th anniversary. This January wow. will be the 50th anniversary. But he only presented 54 keys in that first book of the Keys of Enoch. The last 10 keys, he waited 40 years to then add to that original copy. And now he's he's giving people these last 10 keys in the last few years. So he's he's still accessing that realm of consciousness and these fantastic teachings. Have you read the book, Joan? Have you read the Keys well, here's, of Enoch? Okay, you're reading my mind right now because okay. my question to you is, can you bring me a copy down to Mexico next month? Because I it's absolutely- heavy. I'll bring, I'll bring one of the extra keys. I'll bring one of the okay. latest keys, okay? Okay, bring one of the extra keys. But okay, so like we're talking about all these people who teach Ascension. I'm very mm -hmm. curious, Ellen. Have you had your own Ascension experience? Well, I experience. I I haven't actually interviewed you. Yeah, you you know when you say ascension, I I feel it is raising your vibration to a certain level where you actually, I feel other people don't agree with you actually take your body with you into these unseen realms, and I had a moment of experience of doing that, and I have to admit it kind of freaked me out because it's like oh no. My body's dissolving. It happened after I went to a Carlos Castaneda retreat and they were talking about this, what Castaneda's whole um, mentorship, his mentor, Don Juan, actually did ascend, if you ask me. They went into what they call the third attention. And this woman, Carol Tiggs, if you know who that is, she was what they call the Nagua woman, was talking about her actually disappearing and then coming back and then... As she was leaving the retreat, she looked at me with the shaman's eye. And I just remembered that look where she says it stops the inner dialogue. And I was telling that story to a friend once I got back to New York. And as I was telling that story, I felt this shift in my body. And both of us, even though she wasn't there, started to feel our bodies fragment into light. And I said, wait a minute, I wasn't... Was, I wasn't expecting that and I wasn't ready for it, but it was an amazing moment. And now I think, oh yeah, I should have just went with it. But yeah, it was. So there's people, there's a whole history of ascension. If you look at the Egyptian writings of the Ba and the Ka or the Tibetan uh, achieving the rainbow body and what I said, the Toltecs of the Don Juan, uh, Carlos Castaneda tradition, they talked about burning from a fire from within. And that is when, you take your body into the unseen realms. Of course, there's other levels of ascension. You could ascend your your 
your mind, you can ascend to these other realms and, and, and astral project out to these higher dimensions. But basically it's about moving the 3D into the 5D. And I think all of us collectively, and I think that we talked about this the other day, why Sedona is such a powerful spot because it assists in changing our vibration. So we're all in the process of ascension, Joan, if you want to know. I, but I was actually very curious and you actually answered my question. And it's very interesting because, you know, when we did that Kundalini conference, some of our speakers talked about how people fragment when they have that Kundalini awakening. Yeah. And that if you don't have a trained person to let you know what's happening, you could have that. And here you are trained in what well, I wasn't trained at the time in that, though. I was just it was just like. You know, now uh, now I'm more aware of what actually can happen. So um, maybe I'll take you with me next time, Joan. Oh, my God. I think so. And you know what? Neil was explaining to me that in the desert, in the jungle where we're going to be, there might be opportunities. You know, plant medicine does that, Alan. So I asked you the question about ascension. And uh, I yeah. wanted to say that I've also had that experience, but within plant medicine, there's also, that's not the only way I've connected in that way, but there is that feeling of being part of that oneness of all. And once you tap into that expansion, you, you know that you're a part of this great collective and it helps shift your entire being because then you can really feel like if I hurt you, I hurt myself. And the moment that kind of awareness comes in, there, there's a whole new con con collective consciousness i think you know plant medicine i think is part of that's actually what castaneda did in his early days but i think what the great masters have done and jj had no connection to plant medicine it's a vibrational field that all of us can activate with the power of the earth's kundalini and we can access that ascension wave and the ascension wave is actually coming to the planet we are at we're at a much higher vibration just as physical beings than we were 20 or 40 or 100 years ago. So there's a wave coming in. Deborah Gusti talks about this. And I think, you know, actually, right. I should read my top 10 reasons to ascend. I just wrote this a few top years ago. Top 10 reasons to ascend. That's amazing. Because I've been in this wave of doing some ascension art, which I'm going to reveal at the conference. Okay. Uh, uh, number one, tired of eating out. <laughs> or tired of eating in general yeah wait do uh, ascended people don't eat right oh they leave okay so that's the where they complete ascension um, we don't come back oh tired of doing laundry that's a number one reason i have to ascend you know because you just have your light body all the time uh let's just see um no more need for cards or cash i think that's a really good one because you just manifest whatever you want um um i heard the music on the fifth dimension is really great that's what i've heard you know so that's another reason to ascend um let's just see um, yeah, you get to meet Babaji there. Babaji is an ascended being. There's been a history, actually, of ascended beings on Earth, and um, they are the great masters, the great avatars, and that's our potential as human beings to be those masters and awaken. And I think Suzanne is doing a great job with putting together this conference because 
each of these people coming are activators, activators of awareness. And um, I just want to go over a few other people. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go, John. So I just want to talk about another way. Um, oh, yeah. And something that inspired me to get on this whole path is uh, I was inspired by Ram Das to uh, do hospice work because Ram Das had that Seva Foundation. And lo and behold, I'm at Kaiser Hospital taking hospice training classes. And in the break room, I see this poster for this awakening center in my neighborhood and so there was a phone number on it and i ran down to my car and i called the number and the first thing the guy said was have you ever heard of ram das and i was like whoa it turns out these two people in brentwood california in the um, northern california brentwood had actually spent a lot of time with ram das back in his early days and they were both transpersonal psychologists and they started this nonprofit awakening the awakening center a center for living and dying back in the 70s and so through this center, they were connected to the Himalayan Institute. And these gurus from the Himalayan Institute would come out to this awakening center and teach us and immerse us in different meditations and talk about Vedanta, like the ancient Vedantic um, philosophies. And one of the things that the gurus would do is they would give us personal mantra initiations. Have you guys ever heard of a personal mantra initiation? I've had one. Not really? No. Wow. So this gentleman, Ron Valle, who was part of founding the Awakening Center, he said, Suzanne, fasten your seatbelt because nothing will ever be the same again. So I showed up on a Sunday morning and they directed me upstairs and apparently the Swami was inside this room and she said, sit outside of the room and he'll know you're there. You don't have to say anything. Okay. So sure enough, after a few minutes, he called me to come in and I walked in and he motioned me to this yoga block and I sat on the block and we just sat there in silence as he was, I guess, tuning in to my harmonic resonance. And then he started singing into my ear this personal mantra initiation. You're not supposed to share it, but as if it was Om Mani Pei Hum, he was singing Om Mani Pei Hum in my ear, right, for a couple minutes. And as he was, I just started vibrating. And then when he was done, I, I thought, okay, you know, bless you, thank you, and I was gonna leave. And he said, no, stay. And then he put the palm of his hand on my forehead and we just sat there like that. And I could feel that he was not only transmitting this really high vibration, but that he was literally transmitting consciousness into me and downloading me with his level of advanced consciousness. And again, I started vibrating even more this time when that was done, I got up and left, thanked him and walked out into the Rose Garden. And when I walked out into the Rose Garden, I just had this total self-realization 
of the profound oneness of all that is. And it was, I just said out loud, I am the sky, I am the sun, I am the clouds, I am the flowers, I am the grass, and nothing was ever the same again. And so for me, that was definitely a moment of experiencing ascension, and I was able to carry it with me then. What year was that, Suzanne? Uh, I'm going to say 2010. And why don't we get that guy to our conference? Oh, gosh, he's very elderly and ill. Yeah. So I became the president of Awakening. And Awakening Nonprofit helps to sponsor these events. So several years later, because they started it in the 70s, and they're like close to 90 now. Um, and so about 10 years ago, they asked me if I would become president of Awakening. And that's, I am now CEO of the Awakening. <laughs> but hey, yeah. I didn't know you had that experience. That's a great story. That is really, really great. So I mean, and that's I an Awakening like story. Shift. Yes, that's a shift. That's a you know, we all have, we should do a conference of Awakening stories, actually. You know, okay. and you didn't. Run I was awakened. You came through. I was awakened by this um, this channel Rantha, who's an ascended being. That wow. was like that was my moment of like total conscious awakening when I had this interchange with Rantha, who said he ascended thirty five thousand years ago as an Atlantean warrior, and I said. This is another story. When he said ascension, he said he took his body with him into the unseen realms. And um, I said to myself, if that's if that's possible, I want to have a vision of that. I want to have a vision. And I thought I would have some, you know, dream or see it, um, you know, appear to me. But it appeared to me in the form of Alex Gray's paintings. I went into a gallery in 1986 or so, and they saw this picture you know alex gray where the body was emanating light and i said oh that's my vision of ascension right there because it was the emanation of light right there and so it was like i just put it out there and the, it came if you ask it will you will receive so ascension is actually a long tradition here on planet earth and we have to overcome the old programs that it's not possible and come to the place of that oneness and start to activate the higher neural networks. And, and me and JJ talk about the fact that our cellular structure has biophotonic potential, which means your cells can light with the right level of activation. And that's another aspect too. Well, I also think that it's the energy now. We, you know, there's been many times we've tried maybe to ascend and to shift in the past, but all of these cumulative cosmic energies are coming together now. It's very, very interesting. With the last two years with the pandemic, people have actually been waking up. We've been going through this global initiation where all of us collectively are able to tap into this grand awakening that's happening collectively. So the energies of ascension, uh, this time it's possible probably because of the internet and because of the pandemic and because of somehow this new collective consciousness that's been growing out of it. And I think that this is 
the time, like for the conferences, all these Ascension conferences, Neil has an upcoming Ascension conference too, in, in April, a month after yours, and it's all about catching the wave. Like I like to talk about how we build up this wave of energy and we catch it. And that's why I really do believe this Ascension wave is gonna continue because it's being it's, fueled now. It's a wave and it's a portal, Joan. It is a portal we are actually carving out of reality by all our vibrations. So when we come together for what Suzanne's putting on in Sedona, with uh, that group intention, there is like this field. There's that's the portal. It's the portal. <laughs> yes. yes. But I really think it's up to all of us. Yeah, Joan. Okay. I have a quick question. What are you going to be speaking about at that conference? Me, me personally? Yes, you. You personally. Oh, thank you for asking because I've been working on this. And, you know, everyone talks about interdimensionality, but no, I mean, it's more than just a term. So I'm, I'm laying out the levels of interdimensional consciousness because it's about shifting consciousness. It's about not just what you think, but how you think. And then when we think differently, we enter different dimensional realities. We assemble a different world. And so if I can lay that out, I can show how we can go from one actual level of reality to another. But it's also using the greater part of our minds, which I will be teaching remote viewing there in the private workshop. So when we start to access the greater mind, the non-local mind, and we can enter that field of non-local mind, we're actually living in a multi-dimensional reality. And that's the power of remote viewing is it shows us what we're all capable of doing. It's fantastic. I'm like, every time I teach a class and, the, and people just fresh into this stuff and they get the targets like, oh my God, this stuff is real. I mean, I know it's real, but it's just always so like the last class I did with Zinka, everyone in the room got an aspect of the target. And like, we're just both freaking out. How is this possible that people right off the street can access non-local consciousness? And it's possible because we all are actually non-local. So what I'm writing about next is this, um, it's like beyond contact in the sense that the consciousness, and I don't just mean consciousness, everyone talks about consciousness. I mean the application of consciousness. Yeah. When every time I interview Deepak, he says, oh, it's all consciousness. It doesn't matter. I say, no, Deepak, what is the application? Okay, of course it's all consciousness. We've only graduated to that level, but what are we going to do about it? And what we're going to do about it is apply it to changing reality, accessing the unknown, visiting worlds beyond this world, becoming the non-local divine component beings that we really are. We are all non-local. And that's that's the that's another aspect of the ascension way. So that's some of what I'm talking about, Joan. Thanks for asking. Wow. Okay. I love listening to you by the way. Your meditations are transformative. And you yourself, you know, I I hear you always introducing speakers and, and interviewing everyone else, but you yourself are very fascinating, Alan. And Thank so you, I just want everyone to know that. And I'm, and that's why I appreciate you so much. Oh, I'm excited about the conference because yes. it's going to be the first time in years that I brought out my new art and my new soul essence art. So 
I am now oh. taking people through the art into other interdimensional portals to stir right. your memory of where you came from, what realms that we came from, and then kind of this new art. Like, so here we are looking at Suzanne. She's gorgeous, right? But what if we were looking at Suzanne and we actually saw her soul essence personality right there? And it wasn't her human body, but her soul body. Mm -hmm. So I'm showing us our soul bodies that help us stay in that fifth dimensional and above frequency. Well, can you so show us some of the, the image? What are some of the images? Can you pull yeah. up some? I think you're okay, later. Hold on. Give me a second. I'd love to show you some. Yes, the computer. Three people that I know are going to be, oh, yeah, okay, about me sharing them. All right, you'll see this. Hold no, no, on. Do that because I think it's they're really worth uh, looking at because they are a transmission. Again, like Matt Kahn, is, every time he speaks, sent out a transmission. These images are coming Let's from see. Jones higher level of consciousness which means beyond they that which is okay so you guys oh, all know who this is okay that's great was, that is a great picture is, it's not just that it's a great picture it actually so when he saw this he said to me did you know that there's an indian god that has five heads i was expressing the soul that was coming through me was so multi-dimensional that i heard this voice it's like team pta on the on the um, interdimensional levels. These are the guides that are working with Neil as he's doing his work and bringing in these soul levels. I was this like is, totally blown away. So here's I really difference. love this picture. I've never seen that picture. That is fantastic. Because I just created it. It just yeah. came through. Okay, so here's some other aspects of him. I'll show it to you as we're going through. You see this one? So yes. his sense of lighting people up on fire, you know, he, you know, he John, this is a whole new job industry for you doing people's personal Look soul portraits. This. this is like, so, so these are just different soul You're aspects gonna make a of fortune him. doing this for people. You know that. Well, uh, the fortune would be nice to, to fuel and fund the work, but it's really, so this is my friend, Nicole. Nicole helped me kind of understand what I was doing. And I had different soul aspects of her that came through, but the painting I sent her was this one. I sent her oh, this beautiful. one. Aren't these beautiful, Oh, they're now. fantastic. Look at that. I love it. There is no way she could forget who she is, okay? Mm. There's no way that no, when I doubt think, comes I think you, through, really got, you really got something going there, Joan. I really believe that. That's incredible. Sign so me up. If anyone <laughs> Well, let, let's see okay, more. So I really enjoy these. I really. Do you want to see some more? I'll show a few more. I'm excited to show you. I'm so yes, excited about more. this work. I just. Um, so, yeah. So these are part of what we call the soul essence, soul mission activation, soul essence work that helps remind you of who you are and why you're here. I'm going to look for the ones of me so you can see some that I pulled up. For myself. And, and also write, tell us how people can get one of these done for themselves. This is that. part of my soul essence, Oop, not the leg, but um, where is it? Let's look at it this that way. One? Yeah. So this is. Oh, that one. That's this me. This is great. You this should is, make some. I was just saying, make some of these for the Egyptian trip we're planning. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Holy moly. Yes, yes, I will. So yes. um, 
I have a little flyer. If you're interested in finding out about it, just email me at joanofangels at gmail.com. I'll send you the flyer. I have a beautiful flyer that I just created. It's called Soul Mission Activations. And it, it comes with, you, you have a session with me. That's how we sort of get what your soul essence is. And then we, we do that work. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and then the other art is interdimensional portals. Okay. Oh, let's see that. I really want to see that. Okay. That's I can't great. wait to show you. Maybe this. I'll so, use some of that in my uh, lecture. I'll, I'll ask you. I'll see which what we can Oh, do. you are so welcome to use my yeah, art. Okay. That would be such an honor. Hold on. Mm. Let me set this up for you. I'll show you where those portals are. Let's see. Portals. Soul mission activation to print. This is some portals. Okay. Uh, you're really working a lot. That's amazing. Uh, I'm going to tell you a crazy thing, Alan. Some of this really began after the Disclosure Festival. Mm. You did a, you did a meditation, and the meditation connected me with with my Andromeda guide. Okay, this one. Mm -hmm. Right that day, like sitting in a uh, sitting. <laughs> You know, sitting on the stage while you were doing this meditation and then all of this art began to pour out. I mean, literally. Are, I have to say, these are beyond your angel work, which was fine, but these are really classic, you know. These are really yeah. special. And, so some um, of the art is just transforming and changing. Yeah. And I think if you could be an angel. Oh, and this is the really even the newest ones. Dream. They look like uh, Oracle deck cards, actually. They do. This is from a collection I did of the Rainbow Felines. <laughs> My little E.T. Nice. Nice. So I think just you, do you do this in photo. Is this Photoshop or is this another? No, this is years ago when I first came back to California after being activated in Baja. I was working with this woman who was a graphic artist and I said, well, where's your computer? And she said, oh, I just do it all on my cell phone. And this was 2012. I went, what? So she took out her cell phone. She sent me a link to this app called PixArt. Happy to share it with you. PixArt changed my life because you know all those downtimes when you're bored? I just sat there and before you know it, I started... I had a chain of my mother's. My mother had left me her heart. And I took, and I was so lonely for mom that I took a picture of the heart. And then by the end of the night, so I go into transformational states. I was in a trance. I took that heart, I put it into Pixar. And before you know it, I had the most amazing hearts. And that was the first time I started to share my art with people. This was a long time ago, it was digital art. But this heart, and then ever since then, I go into my, my cell phone when I, and I get into a trance state and I may teach a class on digital art, how to, how to go in, you know, how to use, do something like that. If I could that figure out how great, to but that's how I began you know, on my cell phone with it. You know, I have a whole lecture I do about art and it, the reason we've incarnated is to be creative beings 
And when we create, we actually access more of the unknown and bring it into the human dimension. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about that too, but art is the reason we're here. We're here to be creators as an emulation of the creation, to model creation, because that's the purpose of being in form, is to add to right. the manifested world. And that's what so, art does, music, yes, all of it, yeah. So my art yes. does even more than that. Just so you know, oracle art, visionary art, of which people, you know, it's a whole genre, is actually living art. So when Trisha McCannon walked in my house, when she came for contact in the desert, the last, I think, you know, live contact, she said, Joni, she, she was really loud. She walks in the front door. Joni, she's screaming. Do you know that Krishna is here? You have Krishna in the house. She didn't even get, she didn't see even the art. She could feel the presence. So Oracle art, just like crystals hold divine beings, Oracle art holds that presence of your divine essence, soul, and it has an ability to heal, inspire, communicate to you, raise the frequency of your house, guide you, and uplift you in tremendous ways, and works as part of a pattern of vibrational enhancements in the background. It's working, just like a crystal or just like a salt lamp, working in the background to keep that frequency high. And so my art has always said to me, we, we come onto a canvas so that humanity knows or can have access to what these divine beings look like or what it really looks like in a portal or what would it look like if you were living? Now, we don't live in physical bodies on those 15th dimensional planes, but there's still structures there. There still are structures there. So when we take our mind and put it into a 15th dimensional structure, it, it lifts us in a different way. Great, so great, great. That's my contribution to Ascension, to the conference. I'm really excited to be a part. Suzanne, ever since I met you, I have, I've just felt a part of your work and I love Alan's work. So I think this is very exciting. Yeah, oh. Suzanne, thanks. Thank you for letting us share this moment. And I, I'm happy to know more about Joan and her creative activities. So yeah. yeah. Yes. Me too. And obviously art like throughout history has been very transcending and it's one of William Henry's focuses too. Like he's an art historian because he brings through all this really powerful art that has the potential, like your art, Joan, uh, to shift people into higher states of conscious awareness. One of the ways that I like to share Ascension is through my books. And one of the books I'm going to be bringing to the conference is my 10 Days on the Ascension Path book. Right. Is this like a diet and exercise for Ascension? Is this what you got? To <laughs> it's a journey to sacred sites around the world. Mm. And along the way, we learn about sacred geometry. We go to the Egyptian pyramids. We visit the Dogon tribes of uh, Africa. We go to the Mayan temples and I write a lot about their cosmologies and their beliefs, not just about spirituality, but about how creation came into being and some of their practices that they use to connect into higher realms. 
It also includes then meditations and journaling, a lot of art, a lot of photos. There's over a hundred color photos on 400 pages of glossy paper. So it, I really designed it as an actual ascension journey. And that's why I include the practices as well as the, you know, cosmology and sacred belief systems of cultures around the world. Great. I love great, it. Great. I have um, to go in like 10 minutes. Can we? Can okay, we just I have to go about, too. But, can, but we just, can we just talk about what I just want to say? Can we talk about some of the other people going to be there? But being at the conference, what were you going to say, Joan? I wanted to talk about Neil's Ascension Conference, the other Ascension oh. Conference coming up too. Yeah. yeah but, okay. But talk, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Neil Gar, Portal to Ascension, is doing. Doing an online conference next week is two weeks, right? The well, this story. one is coming up um, in April. It's the in-person conference, so I thought I would share that coming yes, up a month after that. Suzanne's. It's, is that it? No, that doesn't look like it. That looks like very multi-dimensional. You got there. <laughs> Everything I do is multi-dimensional. That was a multi-dimensional. That's what I am. I myself am a portal into other dimensional frequencies. I've You're a portal to ascension. That. I heard you work for them. I yeah, I do. I work for portal with. I don't work for anyone. I work with portal to ascension because I love no, what I know, we're doing I know. over there. But you are a portal to ascension. Okay. I am a portal. We are all portals to ascension. That's what we have to realize. We're all portals. All right. Exactly. So I just wanted you guys to get a sense of, because um, I promised Neil I was going to share it a little bit about the, the upcoming conference in April. You can sign up for it. So there you have it. Okay. Wait, now, wait, wait. Don't, wait, wait. Just go. Just give. No, just don't. I mean, if you're going to show it, just like, let's just go. How to sign up and all that, Joan. Okay, that's so smart of you. Okay, yeah. ascensionconference.com. Okay, Larissa Stowe is going to be doing a, um, her music there. Pretty exciting. Stargate is going to be there. Their work is outstanding. I love Lori Spagna, just by the way, and it is being sponsored by Soul Search. Jenna Layden, Star Family Wisdom, and the Wish Alliance, now the Galactic Alliance. So right here we have our three sponsors as well. Let's see. Is there a picture of Alan and I here? Yes, we're here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Adam Apollo is also going to well, be We're not seeing here. it. It's not up on the screen. But um, It's not? Oh, because I forgot it. I was so excited. I didn't. There's something going on here that's not right. That's not the. the All right now. Oh, I think I. I think it is. Oh no. Now I see. Okay. No, it's not. We're not. It doesn't want to be oh, shared okay. right now. Well, it's okay. Let's, it's okay. Well, it's happening April twenty first to the twenty third. Is it? Yeah, April twenty first to twenty third. And Suzanne is happening March seventeenth to nineteenth in Sedona, Arizona. Really, the home of the Ascension Burger. I was going to say, no, the home of the Ascension Collective. But um, let's just see the poster for Suzanne's one more time. All right. I don't want to fry people. It's a great conference. We're happy to be presenting it. Sedona Ascension Retreats. Okay, let's see if it'll let me show. And don't forget, there's two coupon codes that you can use. 
You can oh either or coupon code Allen ten, and you guys can get your ten percent discount. Yes, thank you, thank you, for Allen ten. Right. That's ten percent off. That's right. All right, guys, use our code so that Suzanne knows that that you that we let you know about the conference. All right. Okay. And the fact is, is that every speaker who's at this conference is already is an expert on this kind of ascension and on these tools because they've been doing it themselves too. And that's, I think, the most exciting part about it is two or three day dive into all these ways of just experiencing your own ascension. And I think my favorite people, every speaker I could have said was one of my favorites. Including myself, just so you know, including you, Alan. Okay, and Suzanne, Suzanne, and works. Suzanne, you know, I'm no, just excited. This- the energy—it's the vibrational frequency that is created when like-minded souls come together with a purpose of raising vibrational frequencies and accessing ascension. And well, I think I have- that is our mission. I have to say, Suzanne's worked so hard. Here we are, like in October, and and this is not till March, but Suzanne is at this every single day to promote it and make it as great a conference and in a way festival of sorts than she can. She's putting all her energy into it and it's always great. It's always a sellout. So thank you, Suzanne. To- oh, bless you, Alan. And thank yeah. you guys for supporting me in this yeah. effort to do exactly what Joan just said is to bring together all of these like-minded people to really raise the vibration for all of humanity. Great. So reach out, reach out to Alan, reach out to Suzanne, reach out to me, just go on and sign up so we can actually meet you all in person and connect with you. By the way, it's also going to be live streamed and we ought to mention that. So I know we saw someone from Pakistan and I want to thank all of our friends who've come on today. I have been watching your comments. Don't think we don't know who all of you are. Thank you for supporting us. But yes, it's going to be live stream. So if you're in Afghanistan or Pakistan um, and around the world, you too can still tune in and feel that and, vibration. And we have some great uh, interviews coming up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned to these channels and you'll see some fantastic glimpses into what this conference is all about. Thank you again, Suzanne, Joan. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. See you all next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye.